Hi, my name is Yara and I'm the host of Life After Birth. Before we begin, I would like to acknowledge the Wajak Noongar people, the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded. I send my respects and reverence to Wajak Noongar elders, past, present and emerging. On this podcast, we share stories and wisdom about the ups and downs of our mothering experiences, much like the First Nations people of Australia have done so through their storytelling for over 60,000 years. Through their oral traditions, the Wajak Noongar people have supported and celebrated one another and have passed down knowledge, values and lessons, providing a testament of the power and significance of sharing our own stories. In honouring them, we recognise the importance of storytelling in understanding our past, navigating our present and shaping our future. My hope is that this podcast carries this spirit forward in our conversations, acknowledging that while our stories may differ, they all hold value and contribute to our shared human experience. Hey Mama, I'm Yara Heary and this is Life After Birth. This is where you can find honest and vulnerable conversations that lift the veil on how mothers really experience life after birth. Join me as I talk to the experts in the parenting space, but not as you've heard them before. These conversations explore the common humanity in all our lived experiences as mothers, so that you're left feeling seen, heard, validated, and bolstered in your ability to weather your mothering storms. Hello, mamas. Uh, Today on this episode of Seeds for Your Garden, I want to talk to you a little bit about when we parent from a place of fear. So this is something that I absolutely have experienced myself and I wouldn't say it's in my past, although I think what I've developed is a good understanding about that and ability to identify when that's happening and some really good internal talk to manage that when it does happen. And when I talk about parenting from a place of fear, what I'm most commonly seeing and referring to there is when when our parenting decisions and our responses to our children are driven from a fear of causing trauma for our children. And typically this happens in parenting dynamics where the parents themselves have experienced things throughout their childhood where they haven't had their needs met or maybe there was some kind of abuse or neglect for them during their experience as children. And so there's this real desire to want to get it right and to be the complete opposite of everything that their parents were. And I think that there's some really beautiful elements there, right? Obviously, we don't want to cause trauma for our children. But what I do know is that, and what I see, is that when we are parenting from a place where our behavior and responses to our children are being driven by the want to avoid any kind of upset for our child. You know, I've had I've had clients who believed that if their child was crying, that there was something that they were doing wrong in their parenting. And, you know, what I know and maybe some of you out there who've maybe got multiple children or who are further along in your um, experience of parenting is that crying is just a normal part, you know, for children. It's a normal part of their development. It's the way that infants communicate with us. It it can indicate that there is a need that needs to be met, but sometimes it's also just an emotional expression. Maybe there's been a boundary that's been laid and that boundary may be to keep 
babies and children safe. Now, that doesn't mean we need to remove that boundary. It means that we need to be with their feelings. And so when we parent from a place where we're just trying to avoid all the things that our parents did, or we're trying to, in fact, protect our children from any kind of upset or or trauma, as it may be, I think that we can end up creating dynamics and potentially causing harm in other ways. And some of the ways that this can be problematic is, for example, when we are parenting with fear, it can lead to kind of overcompensating. I think that actually one of the places that I see this a lot with mothers as well is that they're self-sacrificing to the point where they end up very depleted because they're trying to give everything that they can to their children to make up for maybe what they didn't receive as children. And then what happens is it puts them into a a really awful cycle because when we self-sacrifice to the point of depletion, it means that our our nervous systems are overwhelmed, our nervous systems are depleted, and then they are no longer able to respond in a flexible manner to everyday challenges with our children. And what that then means is it puts us into a place where we're we're more likely to respond actually in a way that's out out of alignment with our parenting values. And in particular, this is where anger and even rage can start to show up. So when we're over, you know, we're giving so much of ourselves and we're not meeting and looking after our own needs, we end up so depleted, our nervous system becomes so under-resourced that it means that when everyday kind of experiences happen or when we go through periods in our parenting that are more stressful than others, we actually don't have it in our nervous system to respond in a way that feels aligned. So maybe respond with calmness or respond with holding space for big emotions. We don't have the capacity for that anymore. And so, in fact, then we may respond with anger or even rage. Then we feel guilt about that because we've now done the thing that we've been trying to avoid doing, right, in terms of parenting from this place of fear. And then we begin to overcompensate again. And so we can end up in this real cycle that becomes really detrimental for us and our well-being, for, for how much we enjoy the experience of parenting, and also that we're now setting up a, a cycle and a system there that isn't, it's not a positive cycle for us or our children. I think also the other way that parenting from a place of fear can be problematic is that it can really lead to inconsistency from us as parents, as mothers, because if we're fearful, it it can feel like because we're constantly worried about the harm we're causing to our children, that we second guess our own decisions with our children. And then that means that our children don't really know exactly where our boundaries are. And that can lead to sort of confusion and frustration for them as well. And look, you know, one of the things that I find myself talking about a lot in my group work, in the rebirth, in my one-on-one work, and certainly in my own inner dialogue for myself as I, you know, travel along this mothering parenting path, is that it is not going to be possible for us to prevent our children from experiencing every trauma. And I think that that's a really important lesson for us to remember as we travel through this life as a parent. And the fact that we aren't able to prevent that does not mean that we're not doing a good job, right? Because I think more importantly than preventing our children from experiencing trauma, and I will just say, of course, we are trying to avoid trauma coming from us in the terms of abuse or neglect. Absolutely, right? But I mean, there are lots of other little upsets and experiences for our children throughout their lives that may not even involve us that are going to feel like small traumas for them, right? And I think that 
if we can reframe our job as parents as being less about trying to prevent our children from experiencing all distress and instead you know, shifting to the focus being on how do we equip our children to be able to manage distress. I think that that becomes a much more helpful way to think about for our parenting. I think also if we're going to be thinking about moving away from a fear-based parenting style or like, you know, that our parenting interactions are really driven by the fear of causing harm to our children or trauma, I would say, I think that we need to be thinking about what are the experiences that we want our children to have in relationship with us? What kind of memories do we want them to have? Who do we want to be as parents? What are our values? What are, What is meaningful for us as parents and in this relationship with our children? And I think that's where it, that's where the richness and the gold is in terms of thinking about and considering and being intentional about how we show up as parents, right? Who do we want to be? How do we want our children to feel, right, when they are in our company, when they are in our home, when they're in our family environment? And, you know, in terms of whether, you know, if we've had experiences in our childhoods which have been less than ideal, like maybe our needs, our emotional needs weren't met, for example, I think that it's, you know, when we're talking about generational kind of trauma and that sort of stuff, it can be helpful for us to consider if there's one thing that I want to try and break from my family history, what's the one thing? And we can focus on that. So maybe the one thing is I want my children to feel free to express themselves at home. And that means that I need to create safety for them for them emotionally so that they can be f- feeling safe to be able to express themselves emotionally. Maybe that's your one core thing as a parent that you're going to work on being different from what happened in your experience of being raised. Our job as parents is about preparing our children for when they are not with us anymore. So when they are not in our homes anymore, whether that's like they're going to school, whether they're in high school or university or just out in the world, right, being these adults, how do we best prepare them? The best preparation we can give them is actually the skills to deal with a variety of different circumstances and situations in life. So how do they manage their nervous system, right? How do they navigate social relationships and and ruptures in their social relationships? And all of those sorts of things, they're going to be learning from us through when, you know, when we have a rupture with them, how do we repair that? When we have something difficult happen in our lives, you know, do we share that in age-appropriate ways with our children and then also tell them about how we're solving that problem, Right or how we're feeling, just naming the emotions and giving them the language to understand their own emotional landscape. That's the stuff that I think is so beautiful for us to hold in mind when it comes to raising our kids. And I think that focusing on these things can help us move away from a fear um based parenting style. And when I say that, I really mean about, you know, in in some terms, it's about protecting our children, right? But it's like all of the fears that we have of the harm that we may cause or, you know, the upsets that they may have and things like that. I think reframing and being able to think about how do we want to equip our children to be best prepared for this world 
is a way that we can move away from fear-based parenting. When we self-sacrifice to the point of depletion, it means that our, our nervous systems are overwhelmed, They're, our nervous systems are depleted, and then they are no longer able to respond in a flexible manner to everyday challenges. When we self-sacrifice to the point of depletion, it means that our, our nervous systems are overwhelmed, They're, our nervous systems are depleted, and then they are no longer able to respond in a flexible manner to everyday challenges. Thanks so much for joining me, Mama. If you enjoyed this episode, I would just love for you to leave me a review and follow or subscribe to be notified when the next episode drops. If you'd like to connect with me, you can find me over at Instagram where my handle is at lifeafterbirthpsychology and you can find out more about how I can support you on your mothering journey at my website www.lifeafterbirth.com.au. See you back here soon for our next chat.